Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Preston Super Show. Today, we're going to talk about the new episode of Picard, Season 2, Episode 4, Watcher. Then we're moving into Halo, brand new show on Paramount Plus, along with Picard. Uh, and I have a review of both of these shows for you. Episode 1, Contact. Okay. So we're going to start with Picard today. Let me give you the synopsis of the episode. With time running out to save the future, Picard takes matters into his own hands and seeks out an old friend for help. Meanwhile, Rio sends up on the wrong side of the law and Gerardi makes a deal with the Borg Queen. Deal with the devil. At first, folks, I wasn't even going to be critical of this episode, okay? The bad part was, they didn't throw me a life raft. They want us to skip past the fact that they made ICE out to be a domestic terrorist organization. The whole episode is overblown. And not in a science fiction way, okay? In a socio-economic way that defies truth and defies logic. Vulcans would not be happy with this episode. Um, not at all. Didn't like this script at all. The entire show script I didn't like. The episode starts out hot, um, but it cools off all the way. Picard is trying to convince someone that he is from the future and seeking the Watcher. Or a Watcher, as the name of the episode is. So I have a theory on this. My theory is that this show was taped when President Trump was in office. And let me explain why. Because if not, if that's not true, they really made themselves out to be stupid. So we have an amateur actress. I won't even give her credit and give her and say her name. I won't even do that. She's a dime a dozen actress. Seen many just like her. Remember Picard is back in the timeline of 2024. That is an election year for us in real life. Okay. 2024 is an election year. General election. They don't portray it in that way though. Okay. In this episode it's not portrayed like that. Bear with me. You know I'm setting the stage unlike the episode did for the general audience. She says. Okay. That's what she says. They traded in white hoods for suits. That's what she says. What does that mean, folks? That means someone traded in a Ku Klux Klan white hood for a business suit. Let's not beat around the bush. That's what it means. Who is she talking about, folks? Well, she is trying to talk about former President Trump. Here's the problem with her logic, and really all Black Lives Matter activist logic. If it's 2024, and things are as bad as she says they are, and folks do look pretty bad now, then Biden is the president. So her argument that Trump is a racist and things are bad because uh, KKK members are trading in their white hoods for business suits and running in politics shows she doesn't know history and shows she doesn't know who the damn president is. Don't be fooled or misled. This was a direct attack 
on Trump, but more of an attack on Trump supporters. They wanted you to skip right by it. Folks, this is the dark side of Hollywood. And it's ugly, folks. And it's ugly. Where actors and actresses make ignorant statements and try to provoke you. They like to they like to poke the bear. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for that crap. Let God have his way with them. That's right. Amen. Because folks, they need saving too. If they're going to run their mouths like that, if they're going to talk that ignorance, that garbage, they're going to spew that garbage. They need saving. They need salvation. Let us not forget it was Biden who was friends with now deceased Klan's member Robert Byrd who served in the U.S. Senate for 51 years until he died in 2010. They took trips together, had outings together. They aren't ready for that conversation. Let's not forget when Robert Byrd wrote his book, Letter to a New President, while George Bush was president. He was talking about Biden and Obama and not one mention of Trump in any of his works or his uh, little goofy CDs he made. They like to brainwash folks. That's what they like to do. Okay. But I have a new name for it. I'm going to call it what it is. History washing. They like to take history to the scrub board and they like to take the brush and, oh, I don't like this here. And, oh, this doesn't suit me well. So I'm going to scrub that off not how it works folks it's not how it works this must be called out and i will when i see it and i ask you to do the same when you see it as well so let's talk about some things i did like okay seven of nine and rafi in the car chase it reminded me of the car chase from pineapple express with saul and dale denton not as funny doesn't end as miraculous, but it was the best part of the show. The second part I enjoyed is Agnes fooling the boar queen for a second time around with this making the deal with the devil, so to speak. That is a great part in this show, folks. Like, it's a great part. Overall, this episode was worth two stars. Two. And Agnes Girardi, behind her doughy complexion, I see talent, baby, ended up being my favorite character. And she has grown on me as all good characters should, and you will hear me say that quite a bit. Rafi should get a lot of credit for her performance. Don't let all the other garbage get you away from the truth of the episode. She was powerful. She's fueled by this drive to bring Elnor back by fixing the timeline. There's some tense moments, okay, in this episode. Uh, and and it, there's some really reflective ones, too, as I discussed at the beginning of the show. A lot of reflecting happening in this episode. Let it be on record, okay? Let it be on the Super Show record. This episode did not hit the mark. This episode of Picard... Season 2, Episode 4, Watcher, did not hit the mark. Instead, it is marked as a very low-quality Star Trek episode in its entirety. 
And folks, I'll be right back with the Halo show review, uh, the brand new Halo show on Paramount+. Plus. This is one to get fired up for. This is one that the writers took the time to care about. This is one that the actors all put their differences aside and said, we're going to make a show, not a damn documentary about some garbage. I'll be right back after this. Thank you for staying with me this far. I really want to thank everybody for being here. Thank you for hanging with me this far. I really appreciate it. This is a lot of fun for me. I take time out of my day. I could be doing anything I want, and I'm choosing to do this. Halo Review, Episode 1, Contact. Bam! Contact, son. Episode synopsis, okay? Let me tell you what the episode's about. Let me get you fired up. Then you'll hear this, and you'll go watch it. and You'll make your own points, and you'll figure your own things out about the show. In the year... 2552, 2552, folks. This is a long time away. I won't be around. Humans on the planet Madrigal have been fighting for independence from Earth. But a fatal encounter with the Alien Covenant complicates things. Master Chief John 117 and his super soldiers, Spartans, join the fight. After the battle, Master Chief heads to his home planet of Reach with a Madrigal survivor and a mysterious object he discovered on the planet. But a controversial order has John questioning his mission and himself. So that's really a good description, but in a way, it's not the most accurate description because it's out of sync. It's out of place. So here's here's a good, solid review, best Halo review out that you're going to hear. We start on the planet of Madrigal where the UNSC is not liked by the rebel forces there. They don't believe in the covenant or that if they don't join, they will be invaded. Well, they are invaded. So we are at the beginning of halo in a way. The super soldiers, which I wouldn't call them that known as Spartans are assembled to rescue the day led by John one, one seven. Well, out of a few hundred people, they save one. Her name is Kwan Ha. Early on, you can tell she's going to play a part of this show. A big part, I should say. The Spartans depart and look for the Covenant ship. And they investigate once they find it. One Covenant member remains. He escapes, knocks over. You know, he goes cloaks, invisible. Um, and they can't see him. And he dips out, jumps in a banshee. He's leaving. He knocks out uh, the chick. You know, she's knocked unconscious. So they, they're able to, you know move her back to the planet because at first they weren't even going to mess with her. I don't believe. Um, now he jolts because he sees this artifact that master chief touches and it like sets his whole place with these different signs and patterns going through these buildings, going through these, these totem poles and uh, these different poles there, a little bit of severance undertones and a couple of scenes like that. Cause there's more than one scene like that. Dr. Catherine Halsey. Okay. She's the, authenticator of Cortana. She's making Cortana. Cortana is not made yet. If you know Halo, you know Cortana. You understand that relevance. You understand the point I'm making. The one survivor they have, they want dead. Okay, this girl, Quan Ha, they want her dead because she threatened to say the UNSC is the one who invaded, not the Covenant, to prevent other rebel forces from joining the UNSC. Okay, so 
It's a lot of mixed messaging here. Let me try to cut this and, and divide this rightly. They are all pretty much okay with killing this girl, sadly. Um, Quan Ha. And they order Master Chief to do it. It's very cowardly. And, uh, well, he isn't liking that idea. And he's feel, he's smelling some cowardice in the air. And he, he's not liking that. He doesn't want to be a part of that anymore. He commandeers a ship and breaks her out. Welcome to Halo. Master Chief, I salute you, good sir. This was a five-star episode. First episodes of any show are always tricky. They're either setting the tone or dial tone. It's over. This episode was a tone setter. It starts all happy, frolicking around. Then an invasion. Then some evasion. And we see the covenant leaders and their glory and mystery plotting and scheming away on high charity where the covenant command is. You know that from the game and, the, you know, whatever else you've seen of Halo, you'll know about high charity. Master Chief reveals himself by taking off his helmet. You get to see who he is. And that was a shock. I don't know how that worked out. I'd be interested to know. Um, unlike the Mandalorian, where he doesn't reveal himself until deep in the show. I believe the timing of this episode is really good. It, like, the timing of this show is really good. It's not the video game story. It's a broader and more expansive look at Halo. Master Chief, obviously, is my favorite character. I mean, it's kind of, you like Halo, you like the show, but he's not your favorite character. And the Mark VI gear, which he says is what he's wearing, is nice and sleeker than any of the Halo video games. Right there alone, you should want to see it. Uh, there are quite a number of other scenes uh, that hold some Easter eggs, perhaps. And that is another reason why I highly recommend you watch this show and get Paramount Plus as soon as possible. $5, folks. It's the cheapest plan they got. It's 5 bucks. You can, you can get that today if you wanted. So we'll uh, go ahead and cut to the hidden gem. Uh, today's hidden gem is uh, a little bit of music, a little bit of tunage for you. Little Wayne and his Rebirth album, the album called Rebirth. You need to hear this album. It's really good. Give it a chance. Listen to it all the way through. That's a proper way to, to do it. All my music lovers out there know what I'm talking about. That's the proper way. So there is your hidden gem. There are your two reviews. That's three gems. All tied into the show today. Thank you. Thank you very much for being here. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Give this a view. Like this. Subscribe to the channel. Share with your friends. Let them know the Super Show is in full effect. We're moving in full force. And just like the hands of time. I'm turning it over to you. Good night everybody. God bless. God bless this podcast. Allow many people to hear this and and hear truth, Lord. Thank you. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen.